0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 596. Today, I'm going to be talking all about how to rank your products faster on Amazon in fourth quarter, and if you are listening to this after fourth quarter, these principles, this process will still apply. It's just I really wanted to get this out to you guys in fourth quarter because right now, there is such an opportunity for anyone that has products selling on Amazon right now to leverage the traffic, to leverage the sale flow going through your listings and your products and your brand. It's so, so awesome to be able to capitalize on this. So I really wanted to get this out to you guys. I have to say, you know, this is the first episode that I've recorded since being back from San Diego, and it's been a little rough go here. Uh, I'm trying to get back in the flow, and for some reason... I started, and then, I don't know, I just felt like my words weren't making sense. Have you ever had that? Have you ever talked to people, and you're like, man, it just feels like I'm not making any sense, or I'm rambling, or my tongue is getting tied? That's kind of how I feel today, but I'm going to power through because I want to get this out to you guys, but uh, I just got back from San Diego, and uh, we uh, we met. I say we. It was myself, Steve Chu. Uh, Greg Mercer, it was Mike Jackness, and we had some guest judges there as well, we had a full uh, film crew, and we recorded a five-minute pitch, our first season, and we narrowed it down from 34 contestants down to four contestants in the finals, and man, oh man, I can't wait for you guys to hear and to watch uh, this season, this first season. And if all goes well, maybe we'll have a season two, which I'm really hoping that we do. Uh, a lot of fun. It was actually a lot of hard work. Uh, I was sitting in a chair for over eight hours, crossing my leg left to right to try to get, to stay comfortable. And I got up and I was joking to those guys. I'm like, man, it's not that I'm older, but I just feel like sitting in that position for such a long period of time. It's really hard on your hips. And, uh, Mike was complaining about his tailbone and, uh, Greg, he's, uh, you know, he's pretty limber. So he was actually, I caught him on Facebook, uh, doing, uh, some pushups. So, uh, we almost had a pushup contest, but that didn't happen. Maybe, maybe when we meet in person again at seller summit, when we pick the winner here, but yeah, I had a blast and I can't wait for you guys to, uh, to follow along in, uh, in watching five minute pitch. So if you haven't signed up to be notified, five minutepitch.com Go there, check it out, all the details, and then also we recorded a, uh, a couple of episodes actually out on my balcony in San Diego uh, before we went out to dinner, and uh, we recorded a couple of episodes and really, really good stuff because uh, you know we were kind of reflecting on all the contestants, but then we also recorded an episode of what we would do if we were starting over today, and uh, it's funny because all of us had a little bit of a different twist what we would do nothing and to me it's not nothing right or wrong it's just different approaches Uh, Greg had a a completely different way that he would go about starting over uh, again. And myself, uh, again, a little bit different. Mike and I were pretty similar. Uh, Steve Chu was a little bit, you know, actually a lot different um, uh, from what he was saying, because he had had other people that he had, uh, you know, learned from as well. Like we're all learning. That's the cool thing about just being in business and just connecting with other people. It's really continuing to learn and I think that's what I've learned from being around other successful people is they're always learning they've never really reached that thing and they don't ever believe that they will it's like yes you're going to reach these milestones but it doesn't mean that you have to like make it to the top right it's like you're just you're having a good time growing and learning and you know Tony Robbins says that all the time if you're not growing you're dying and I believe that I don't really think there's that thing that you're ever going to just be like all right I'm I'm here. I made it. You know, and your hands are up, and you're on top of the mountain. Um, you know, I don't believe that we would ever be fully satisfied. Yeah, it feels good for a minute, and then you're like, okay, now what? And uh, it's funny. It's like when I'm hanging around with those guys and just other successful people. That's what I I really hear a lot is like, okay, what's next? Um, so anyway. It's going to be great. You guys are going to enjoy that season. Can't wait for you guys to uh, to follow along and look out for those episodes. I'm going to be airing those fairly soon, so stay tuned for that. You'll hear some behind-the-scenes stuff, us out on a balcony in uh, San Diego. As long as the recordings came out, I haven't even listened to the recordings back. I'm pretty sure they did, though. Um, all right, so like I said, today we're going to be talking about how to rank your products faster on Amazon in fourth quarter or any time of the year uh, actually is uh, I just kind of did this because I wanted to be able to share with you right now in the heart of it like in you know fourth quarter you know madness let's uh, let's capitalize on this now let me also mention, um, I have been uh, letting you guys know through email, um, on Facebook, I've, I've done a few uh, a little uh, snippets here on the podcast. If you guys are interested in joining me inside of TAS Breakthrough U, it's my monthly training, it's where all of my paid trainings now are being held, they're all there, and you guys get access for one low monthly fee. Okay. It's super inexpensive. Uh, You don't have to pay thousands of dollars. You're going to get all of my training. And here's a little secret. I'm going to let you guys in on we're working on some new training. That's going to be all around building a list, marketing to that list, how to get attention, how to build some traffic outside of Amazon, how to build out these other assets that's coming in January. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Did I say that out loud? I did. Sorry. Uh, now you guys kind of know. I'll give you guys more details uh, you know, soon, but there's some more cool stuff coming that we have planned and it's going to help you build your brand on and off of Amazon. So I'm really excited about that. So if you're interested in joining me inside of TAS Breakthrough U, head on over to theamazingseller.com forward slash training it's very simple you go there you can see exactly what I'm offering and uh, I'm actually going to get on a call twice a month with everyone inside of TAS breakthrough you you can answer or you can ask all of your questions I'll answer them there myself and Chris Schaefer also Joel Bauer who's also on my team he will be popping in every now and then as well We really want to make sure that we're able to help each and everyone, no matter where you are in this process. Whether you're picking your first product, whether you're expanding your product line and your current brand, whether you're trying to figure out how to build your outside channel or your traffic coming over to a blog so you can then capitalize on that traffic. Like There's so much stuff that we're doing inside of there. No matter where you are, we are going to be able to take care of you inside of TAS Breakthrough You. So once again, theamazingseller.com forward slash training, go on over there, get all the details, all right, cool, let's go ahead and jump in, I'm going to jump right in, okay, there's five things, there's five things, and I want you, if you're, if you're maybe home, and you can write this stuff down, if not, just go to the show notes, which will be episode 596, but here's the deal, okay, number one, and this is probably one of the most important parts of this process, okay, a very very important part of this process. And if I had you guys in like a room and I could take, you know, a show of hands, I would ask you guys or I would I would ask you guys to kind of blurt it out. What do you think is the most important thing in ranking? Like what's the most important factor? And some people would say, "Well, it's getting a lot of sales." And that's partially true, but to make it even easier and almost like a no-brainer in the process is finding low competition products. Okay. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, Scott, I'm struggling to rank my products. And I'm like, okay, how many sales are your competitors making? And they're like, it's a great product. They're making like 50, sometimes a hundred sales per day. And I'm like, well, that is pretty cool for them because here's the deal. You've got to match those numbers if you want to rank. Okay. So let me say that one more time. You need to match your competition's numbers if you want to rank. That's just one part of the equation, by the way, okay? Because they probably have those other things embedded inside of their listing and maybe their pay-per-click and maybe they're doing some outside reach. Like, there's a lot of other things that go into it. But if you start off like that, then you better be prepared to spend a lot of money in the beginning to push sales, that is going to be your only job is to order a whole bunch of units and then sell a whole bunch of units at a discount so you can potentially rank right but if you make it guess what then you'll be getting 100 sales per day let's say great yay but then guess what you're going to have a whole bunch of more uh see I can't talk I told you that you're going to have a whole bunch more competition right because People, that's a target. They're like, I want 100 sales a day. No, I want 100 sales a day. No, I want 100 sales a day. Better approach is find products that have lower sales, like 10 to 20 sales per day, okay? Then you can rank easier because you have less competition and because in order to get ranked, you only really need to sell 10 or 20 per day. It's a lot easier to manage, right? So finding low competition products is key. Now, some of you know, I have a, a uh, training that's called product discovery bootcamp. This is exactly what we do, but we actually take it one step further back and we go, what is the market that we're targeting? Then let's find low competition products in that market. Okay. And that's what we do. We look at low competition products and we try to find three to five products right out of the gate that we can use this launch strategy on. Because once we start getting one product to sell 10 or 20 a day, then it's going to be easier to get the next one because then we can cross promote because they're linked together in a sense. Okay. So we want to find low competition products, 10 sales per day, up to 20 or 30, I would go, but usually I like to start with 10, uh, ish. And then the other Factor here is the competition is based off of reviews. So I'm not looking at oh I've got a you know I've got to uh, get maybe I don't know 150 reviews in order to compete, and then I'm going to be able to rank. That's not the ranking factor. The ranking factor is if I'm competing against someone that has 150 or 200 reviews, then I have to have some reviews that are kind of close for the most part, right? Because people are comparing a lot, a lot when they're looking for a product as far as reviews go. But all that the reviews do is they help me convert to a sale, right? Better. And and that way there, once I get the sale, then it triggers to Amazon's algorithm that I'm, you know, that I'm actually making sales, right? So that's part of the algorithm. That's one of the main pieces of the algorithm. Yes, there's some other things that go into it, but that right there, we need the sales to get on the radar, period. Okay. So if you're just starting to look for a product or you're going to expand your product line, I want you to think about that. Okay, because your launch strategy will depend on how many sales and how many reviews that they have. I like to go after products that might only have 50 reviews or 100 reviews because a lot of times I can get sales. And here's another little little tip for you. If you launch your product and you turn on pay-per-click and you have zero reviews and you start getting a couple of sales, really good sign. That means that your market is not looking at the reviews as a factor to buy the product as you get more reviews, will that help you convert higher? Yes. But a good test is to run some pay-per-click and have no reviews and see if you get a few if you get a few sales. Um, and I I've, I've seen that done dozens of times, okay, where that actually works. It's actually worked for us in the new brand, it works really well because we go after products that don't have hundreds of upon hundreds of reviews, okay? So number one, big one, find low competition products, 10 sales, 20 sales max. Uh, You know, if you wanted to go up to 30, you can, but you're again, you're starting to get into that really uh, attractive, uh, you know, level where people are going to want to have that product themselves, right? Um, So 10 sales per day is really what we shoot for, and then low reviews, uh, under 200, I like 100 or less, okay? Number two, we need to optimize the listing. Now, what does this mean? A lot of you know what it means. Well, I want you to look at your at your listing, and I want you to kind of go through that criteria. Do you have great pictures that if someone was to scan, they would go, you know, wow. You know, like, that's great. Like, it shows your it shows your item. Now, again, if you guys are violating terms of service, and you're putting in, like, a, a border, or you're putting uh, on, it on a different background, you can't do that, okay? They're actually uh, cutting... Your, Yeah, they're slapping uh, listings right now. Like I said, guys, I cannot talk today, so I'm going to try to power through this, Uh, but Amazon is really cracking down. That's the word I was looking for, cracking down on these images that they're violating the terms of service, so just you don't want that. You just want a beautiful picture of your item, maybe your packaging, done really well that draws the eye in, like that's it. Right, that's all you want. But you want maybe if you can position it differently. Like maybe you have you know three different fishing lures. Well, in those fishing lures, maybe you just position them a little bit differently and take close ups of those. Maybe that's what it is. You can be creative with it, but you can't add any of the other artwork that would go with it to try to draw the eye. But pictures are very, very, very important. All right, so pictures do not do not cut corners on. Your title is really important as well because, again, we're telling Amazon and the buyer what we have for sale, right? We have a, uh, let's see, we have a a bass fishing lure, uh, and then you can do a dash, and then you can do uh, weedless, uh, and then you can do another one that says uh, uh, great for ponds or something like that. Like, you can add that stuff in. Now, will they in the future, you know, hurt us on that stuff, or will that stuff hurt us? It might. It might. But the one thing we know is you could put in there, you know, crankbait bass fishing lure. We know we can put that in there. But when you start adding the other things, like kind of what it's used for, eh, it's kind of teetering. But right now, I don't see any issues with it, but it could be in the future. But you want the title to say exactly what it is and what it's for, okay? Your bullets, again, you want that to talk about the benefits and the features, and you want it to have the keywords in there that you're going after. Now, I'm not saying stuff in keywords. I'm saying describe what your product does. What are the benefits? What are the features, right? If it's a bass fishing lure that is for uh, you know, not getting hung up in the weeds, then you probably want to say this is designed to specifically not get caught up in the weeds when you're fishing for bass, right? Like that's what you want. And you know, weeds is going to pick up, weed lists will pick up, like all of these different uh, keywords and stuff that you're putting in there will will uh, really apply to your listing overall, okay? So your bullets, your description, just be a little bit more descriptive about it, right? Just talk more about all the ins and the outs and, and everything that you can describe your products and the use put in the description. Your back end keywords, again, they've changed this and then they changed it again and so right now I just say no matter what you do, be relevant. Okay? Just be relevant. Only put in keywords that you know if someone searches and they find your product, they will potentially want to buy. I can't stress that enough. You want to be precise and very very targeted on the keywords, okay? Because we want that conversion to be high. That also helps us rank when we have higher conversions, okay? Number three, choosing five to 10 keywords to target. And what I mean by this is not the, the simple ones like garlic press or bass lure. Yes, of course we want those in there. I want to go after long tail Keywords. Now, I did a full episode on this and a YouTube video on this showing exactly how I found profitable keywords using this exact match strategy. It's a case study plus the results. You can find that at episode 590, theamazingseller.com forward slash 590. Uh, Also, I'll include the video there on that post as well. All right. But that there to me, that's low hanging fruit. Okay? Even if it's only getting 500 searches per month, and I was using, uh, for that example, I used the uh, Keyword Scout, which is actually built into Jungle Scout now, uh, which if you want to uh, get a discount on that tool, if you have not purchased that tool yet, definitely check it out. You can go through my affiliate link. You can buy me a cup of coffee. Yes, I will get uh, paid a commission on that. That is TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash JS. And uh, the, uh, the web app is what has that keyword tool built into it now. It gives us actual numbers that are being pulled from Amazon, which is pretty awesome. It gives us exact search uh, volume and the broad search. All right. So pretty cool. It gives you some other uh, factors there too. Like how many units you would have to sell in order to rank like those cool things. Again, that's the amazing seller.com forward slash js. I know a lot of you have reached out to me and said, Scott, I bought you a cup of coffee. I appreciate it. You guys know, I love coffee. I'm actually staring at a half empty, uh, glass or glass mug right now. So, uh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, but it's a great tool and, um, great company. All right. So that's that. Find those five to 10 keywords, those long tail keywords. All right. Uh, like, like I said, for the example would be like, uh, bass fishing lure for, uh, weedless fishing or, um, weedless fishing lure for bass. That would be a long tail, something like that. Okay. All right. Moving on. Number four, you want to run pay-per-click sponsored product ads Targeting your keywords, and in this case, the long tail keywords to me are a must. All right, they are a must. If you are targeting these keywords and you're starting to get clicks and sales through these keywords, guess what happens? You start to rank for those keywords. You know, I still get people they they contact me to go, Scott, can I still use that super URL thing where I actually like go and do a search and then I copy that link after I find the product and I use that super URL. Can I still do that? And the answer is no, I don't think you can. Um, I mean you can, but it's not really going to work in my eyes. And I don't believe that Amazon wants you to do that. So again, you're playing a little bit with that gray area. Be careful. That's all I have to say, but here's the deal. Guess what you're doing when you're running these long tail keywords all right, you're running them in a campaign and someone clicks on it and then they buy your product. Guess what happens? It's actually like a super URL used to be because it's telling Amazon, "I clicked on this long-tail keyword or any keyword for that matter, and it resulted in a sale. We should probably rank this product for that keyword." Right? Think about that. Right? Long-tail keyword, you Punch that in, right? They go ahead, they find your listing. They go ahead and they click on it. They read your stuff. They are sold that they want to buy it. They buy it. Boom, trigger. It triggered to Amazon and their algorithm that they searched for that keyword. They found your listing. They purchased it. Bingo, rank them, right? So we want to get a whole bunch of those, right? We want to go a whole bunch of those sales. Now, one little tip. If you are launching a brand new product or if you are maybe uh, relaunching because you ran out of inventory. Here's something that we do. We lower the price. So if you're selling for $24.95, maybe go at $19.95, okay? Or maybe go for $17.95. You need to really lower that price a little bit. So this way here, you get more people that maybe would have bought, but really are going to buy because it's such a great deal. You can spike the sales really quickly. Then you can get ranked really quickly. Okay. That's what we want to do. And then you can slowly inch up that price. We just recently did this. We got our stock back in slow sales. We were back at like maybe two or three sales per day on this one product. We were at 10 or 15 and we went ahead and lowered the price and bam, up went the sales back to where we were. Okay. So that's, that's what we want to do there. We want to lower the price just a little bit. I'm not saying you got to go in there and say, well, I normally sell it for $24.95. I'm going to sell it for $2. No, not saying that at all. What I'm saying is if you normally sell $24.95, try it at $19.95 just try it, see what happens. And then you can always kind of inch it up or just bring it right back. Maybe only do it for two or three days. Okay. But that's what I would do. And that's what we do do. um, when we're running pay-per-click in the beginning, or we're doing a relaunch. Okay. As we lower that price. Now, number five, is we wanna give discounts on the product. So once again, by giving discounts on your product, it's going to get you more sales. Everyone wants a deal. Everyone wants to get something a little bit less, right? We all do. So do it with influencers, do it with your own list. If you have your own email list, now is the time. In fourth quarter, now is the time to start running these deals. A lot of people think, well, Scott, got Black Friday. What do I do after Black Friday? You run more deals, right? It might not be as good of a deal, but it's still a deal. Why not, right? Like we're going to do like 10 days to Christmas sale. We're going to we're gonna do an email a day, right? And then that will spike sales. You're going to get people that just didn't want to buy that day, or maybe they weren't looking for that thing that day. And someone told them that they should get that thing for a gift. And now they're searching for it. There's a, a bunch of different reasons of why they might not have bought already. So you have to continually get that message out in front of them and get those deals out in front of those people especially when we're in fourth quarter. Okay. But any time of the year, this stuff still works. So give discounts on your product, 20% up to 50%. I wouldn't do any more than 50%, uh, unless you're just trying to liquidate product, then maybe you would do that. Again, here's another little thing. If you are looking to liquidate product, yeah, fourth quarter would be a great time to do it. Why? Why? tons of traffic, right? You're going to get a whole bunch more, um, you know, sales just from lowering that price and just trying to liquidate that product. So that's another great way to kind of get your inventory liquidated. All right. So let's recap here really quickly. All right. And this to me is a, is a future proof way of, of launching products, relaunching products, uh, and to really start getting some sales velocity, but also start ranking for miscellaneous keywords. So here's the other thing, like, I, I did this in that, you know, I kind of explained it in, the, uh, in that one uh, training session that I did on the podcast, episode 590, and that was how to find profit keywords using exact match strategy. That's what I did, right? But here's the thing. As you're finding these these little golden nuggets, right, they might only get you a, an extra sale, an extra two sales, right? Something like that. I think we did it over, over a 30-day period with 14 keywords. We got about 30 additional sales from that. Right? And those sales were profitable. Okay. They weren't even like break even, they were profitable. So, an extra sale a day. But what we need to do is we need to keep widening the net. We need to keep putting out more long tail because here's what happens as you continue to grow and get more sales, you're starting to get on the radar and you're starting to cast a wider net. Right? So, now instead of just being so narrow, you've got a wider net. So, you can start to have all of these miscellaneous keywords. And then over time, you're going to be able to, like I said, be found for all of these these random miscellaneous keywords, and then you can have steady sales versus just focusing on those main keywords. So hopefully that makes sense. All right, let's do that recap that I was talking about. Number one, we want to find low competition products. This way here, it's easier for us to rank, okay? That's like rule number one, all right? Number one is find low competition products, 10 sales per day, up to 20, and then low reviews, all right? Number two optimize our listings, and we want to do this with good pictures, we want to have good strong title, we want bullets, we want description, and we want to also include in the back end keyword area, we want to put in there some of our long tail, but also just some of our random keywords that we want to eventually rank for, all right? And again, uh, number three is similar to finding your keywords is the long tail. We want to go after those long tail, all right? Choose five to 10 keywords, and I would use the process that I went through in episode 590 and also in the, uh, the YouTube video that I did. and Again, I'll embed that in episode 590 and in the show notes to this one, but I would follow that and I'd go and I'd find five to 10 keywords in your in your market that you can go after that are, are direct, a direct search for your product. All right. And I show you how to do that in there. And it's so, so powerful to be able to do that. And again, I used Jungle Scout, the web app for that And you can find that, there's a discount, like I said, over at TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash JS. All right, number four is run pay-per-click, targeting those keywords. And again, in that one uh, case study that I share with you in episode 590, I actually go after the exact match. So this way here, it's kind of like a super URL in a sense. When someone searches for that specific long tail, they find my listing, they buy my stuff, right? And then that turns into... Really good ranking power or ranking juice in this case. All right. And again, that little tip lower the price during the launch really does help increase sales as well. All right? And num- number 5 is give discounts on the product during your launch or relaunch. Or if you're seeing that slows or uh, sales are starting to slow down, then what you want to do is maybe just lower the price a little bit, not a, not a ton, just a little bit and uh, until you start to see the sales start picking up again and then from there you can start to inch your price back up, all right? Now, like I said, to me, this process will work now, it'll work in fourth quarter, it'll work in first quarter. It's future-proof in my eyes. I really, truly believe that because it makes sense, right? Like we're finding low-competition products that have a good steady flow of sales, but nothing crazy, not where you have a ton of competition and then low reviews, and then this way here we can go out there and we can just you know, get a, get some sales going through our listing, Optimize really well, and uh, you know, go out there and get, get ranked for some of these long tails, and then uh, go on to the next. All right, so I really do believe that this will be working now, but also in the future. All right, so guys, here's what I want you to do: head over to the show notes, theamazingseller.com forward slash 596. I'm going to link up everything that I discussed there and uh, you know all of the resources, all of the links. I'll also include a link over to TAS Breakthrough U if you want to come join me inside of our monthly training and all of our other trainings that are that are already created are in there as well and then those monthly calls, you can get on with myself, Chris Schaefer and the rest of my team. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode, theamazingseller.com forward slash 596. Go out there and get ranked. Go out there, find those long tail keywords and get ranked. Take advantage of this traffic in the fourth quarter and also all throughout the year. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action have an awesome amazing day see you right back here on the next episode